This is episode 42, The Sleek Geek Mindset Blueprint. This episode is sponsored by Vitaforce, a proudly South African brand that produces top quality vitamin and mineral supplements. And you can find out more about them at www.sleekgeek.co.za forward slash Vitaforce. Welcome to the Sleek Geek Health Revolution podcast. My name is Eric Charles and I am here with Ilan Lohman to help you discover how you can build healthy habits and live a better life. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get to it. going on sleek so it's eric here and i am back from my honeymoon feeling nice and well rested and i'm here with ilan today for another podcast ilan how are you doing how's it sleek geeks i'm fantastic looking forward to today's podcast it's about mindset i yeah. love mindset yeah so i'm pumped for this i mean i don't know how we're going to keep it down to 45 minutes because we literally best. could like talk about this for the next three hours mm-hmm. but we'll try and be as succinct as possible in fact, I think we've spent about an hour just talking about what to say in this podcast. Exactly. And, <laughs> and you know, like, I mean, we are going to be talking and focusing about the mindset principles in our Sleeky Blueprint, mm. which is what we're developing as a enhancement to our eight-week challenge. Yeah. Um, but in honesty, you know, we're only going to be covering about five or six topics today in that blueprint. Yeah, there's a lot more but to it. we literally, there's probably like another 10 mindset-related topics that we mm. can talk about which form part of our belief system, which we'll, yeah. which we'll touch on today. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I think we've got some powerful um, topics to talk about today. I'm excited about it. So what, what are we going to start with? Well, before we get started, yeah. um, if you haven't listened to the previous Blueprint episodes, episode 38 of the podcast was about the movement blueprint. Yep. And episode 40 of the podcast was the nutrition blueprint. So and today, today we mindset. do mindset and then we'll do the sleep blueprint in the future too. Awesome. And the whole idea behind these blueprints is that we want our eight-week challenges to basically workshop these different areas of their lifestyle and create a plan for themselves going forward for the eight-week challenge. Absolutely, because health is personalized, right? I mean, mm. all our lives have a different context. Yeah. You know, my life as a engaged person with no kids is different to the life of someone in our community who's a mom with kids and a job. Mm-hmm. And, 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 Very different, yeah. and whatever. So like everyone's going to take our blueprints mm. and they're going to come up with their formula for what exactly. works in their life because your life is not my life. Exactly. We can't just give you 10 tips around how to have a powerful mindset and expect it to apply to everyone. Yeah. So the very first step, step one of the mindset blueprint is simply to find your why. Now this, you've probably heard us talk about this a lot before. And we're going to keep hammering on about it because it is just the Central. most important thing. If you don't know why you're doing something, it's probably not going to last. And I think a lot of people think they know what they're doing. They'll have superficial surface level goals for doing something. Like they want to lose weight so they can look good in a bikini. Or ego driven. Or they want to have abs on the beach or whatever. But those things never really last when life gets messy. You know, when you get sick, when... You get fired from your job when your dog breaks their leg. Like all these things go wrong. And suddenly your goal of losing three kilograms look better in December. Just, it's, it seems almost silly. Yeah. Like it's it, or not important. In, in the context of everything else going on, exactly it's not important. 
So what we want to do is find out how you can dig deeper and find out what's really at stake. We want to get you to this deep emotional part of your why. I think that's, that's the critical part. You can stay consistent, right? Emotion. You've got to be connected. Mm. To that. that why should almost make you want to cry when you think about it. Yep. It should, it should pain you if you have to face the decision of stopping. Yeah. Like, if you face the decision of, I, I, I don't have time to go to the gym today. You should feel like a loss. Like yeah. it should be like a significant part of your, your life that you're losing out on. It's too painful to say no. Exactly. And, and people will understand this when they actually understand their true why. Mm. They'll know it's at stake. Mm. And then they'll realize that they can't give up. Mm. Because, you know, what I've always found over the years is when people say, I'm going to give up on my diet or give up on my health journey. Yeah. I think it always saddens me mm. because... I know that they're not giving up on just eating healthy. Mm, or losing a few kilograms. They're giving up on themselves. Yeah. Because there's a reason why they want that. Yeah. There's a reason why they came to that. It's because there's something in their life that they are very unhappy with. And you know mm. what? At the end of the day, I respect all different types of people and their goals. Yeah. You know, like you've got the body, the body positive camp and you've got like many different camps in, in the world. Mm. And my whole thing is if someone is happy with who they are, Fantastic. Yeah. Doesn't matter, you know, who, you know, if you are, you know, very large or very small, if you're happy, great. But exactly. people who come to us because they have some pain. Yeah. Because they have a need. Yes. Anyway. Yes. I, no, I love what you're saying. That's very, very true. So just to explain briefly, you can, you can go to the Sleeky website and search for how to stay motivated by finding your why to find an in-depth example of this. Or just search but, the five whys. But just to quickly show you. Um, what the five hours wise might look like from a coaching client we've had before. She said that she wants to lose weight. So we then asked her why five times in a row. And that's how the five whys works. So step one, why do you want to lose weight? And she would say, oh, because I want to fit into a smaller size pants. Okay, cool. But now why is that important to you? Oh, because I, when I'm wearing smaller pants, I think I'll look better. And why is that important to you? Because when I look good, I feel good about myself. Here's a fourth why. Why will that make a difference? Oh, because when I feel good about myself, I'm more assertive and confident. And then finally the fifth why, and why will that matter? Because when I'm more assertive and confident, I'm in control and better able to get what I want out of life. Boom. Now that's a lot of insight for a few little questions. This client went from wanting a smaller size of pants when working with us, to actually wanting to be in charge of a life and live it to the fullest. And we see this over and over again, right? It's like they get clients who they, their deep why is they want to one day be able to walk their daughter down the aisle. They want to play with their grandkids. They feel unattractive to their partner, low self-esteem. They feel they're unloved. Exactly. You know, they have no confidence. It's stopping them from other opportunities in their life. They, it's creating loneliness. Absolutely. It's creating isolation. Like, you know, I think, a real test because I've done this exercise with a lot of clients over the past years and a lot of clients can get themselves to go deep mm. and get to that emotional level yeah. and some still, you know, they stay in that safe space of, you know, keeping themselves out of the emotion and to me the acid test on this is when you get to your five why, it should hit you in the gut, it should feel... It should always bring you to tears. Yeah, I mean, it should feel emotional at least. Yeah. It should be emotive, you should be like jeepers. Mm. Like, I can't believe that you know, what's standing between, you know, you do a gap analysis and business strategy, like what's standing between me and where I want to be, like this healthy lifestyle is, 
you know, where you want to get to that's got to make you feel emotional. Mm. And then when you decide you're going to walk away from your, your healthy lifestyle or whatever it is, you've got to know that that is what you're giving up. Yeah. You're not just giving up the fact that you decided not to lose the kilograms. Absolutely. You're giving up the fact that maybe you won't have the confidence you desire. You're giving up the fact that maybe your partner won't desire you. You're giving up the fact that maybe you won't see your children walking down the aisle. That's very true. You know, that's, that's exactly why when you have this deep emotional why, you kind of you you're less likely to give up it's as simple as that yep. like when life gets difficult it's that why that's going to keep you going I so mean, what i want you to do is once you've found this why and if you have to ask yourself why 10 times do it we found five is a good sweet spot yeah but find a way to remind yourself of your why every single day you should wake up and never ever ever forget what your why is so i encourage you go to the sticky website search for the five whys exercise and give it a try Write it down and actually find a way to remind us of that every single day. Awesome. Let's, let's move on. Next one is all about the future you. And basically coming up with what the future you looks like to you is it represents a potential that you have in your life. It's, it, it just, it's a pic, you're painting a picture of who you want to become. It's a very empowering picture, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 For me, like it was... I wanted to live a bigger and bolder life. I wanted to get more out of life. I, when I visualized future you, I, I saw myself being active. I saw myself being energetic, that kind of thing, rather than who I used to be. Yeah, it's who you want to become. It's that vision of that person. It's almost like, I see it as like, if I was like superhero version of Ilan. Mm. You know, if I was like, who is the Ilan that I aspire to? Who's the Ilan that yes. like, I look up to? Who's the Ilan that I want to be? It's almost like, you know, the Terminator. Yes. You know, there were all those different versions of the, the Terminator. Terminator. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I've been called the Luminator before. We went to anyway, like you know, there's all those versions of the the Terminator. Yeah. And everyone wants to be, you know, you always hear people say, "Be the best version of yourself." Mm. Like, so this is about saying, okay, let's take a, a period of twelve months. Yes. What what kind of Elon? Like, if I right now feel mm. like I'm not active enough. Yeah. I'm not moving enough. Mm. I'm lazy. What kind of Elon do I want to be mm. in twelve months time? And I think yeah. it's a reasonable timeline because we. You know, there's no overnight success. Yeah. Um, and so that's that picture. Yeah. And you've got to transport yourself there. Yeah. How are you going to feel when you're that person? How, what will things look like? Mm, how you feel? In detail. Paint what are you, what are you doing? Like, you know, in 12 months time, like when the weekend comes, what are you doing? Are you going for hikes? Are you going for runs? Are you playing with your dogs? Are you being active? Um, what can you do confidently? Yes. And I like, I like the 12 month period because it's, 12 months is a long time. Yep. Like a lot can be done in 12 months, but it's, it's also still a deadline. It, it makes it practical. It's not like when you say like, okay, be the best version of yourself when you imagine like super Elan, mm. it's a very, you almost know deep down, it's like, it's a very far off distant, almost unrealistic thing. But 12 months later, like yeah. if you've had an incredible year and successfully achieved so many of your goals, what kind of person are you? How do you feel? What are you doing? Yeah. And the idea is to kind of dream big, be fearless, be ambitious, and to get excited about future you and to, to take with you this concept of future you as you go. Yeah. And where I find this to be like a really useful tool in your everyday life, because yeah. it's, it's all fine and well to like write down now your future, you put it away in, mm. in, in an envelope and forget about it. Yeah. But the way that I find it really helpful to reference mm. is... I like to say to myself, like in any situation, let's say this weekend's coming up, mm. I go to a bra, mm. um, you know, I'm confronted with this 
this um, table of like chips and whatever it is and you know and I feel like it's not going to support my goals yeah I'll be saying to myself what would future Lund do mm, brilliant you know like in this situation I don't feel like going to the gym yeah. I don't feel like going on my run what would future Lund do yeah perfect you know what's that whole like fake it till you make it yeah or, literally or, you yeah. know you basically you take the actions even before you know let's say you've got a role model yeah you know what would that person do like when I was really struggling on my journey a few years back and I started working with my my coach Craig at the time what I actually did as a tool mm. and this wasn't a future me what I did was I thought to myself I'm going to try and put my head my mom get into the mind of like a bodybuilder yeah and I started watching YouTube videos all these like videos showing their lifestyles mm. and then I kept saying to myself that whole time what would that person do in this situation yes but yeah. now I found it's so much more productive for me to use this future you concept mm. And then, like, decide what would what would future London do? Yeah, I find it very powerful. I think it's important to to do that because, you know, it's kind of like if you imagine you you're shooting a bow or a bow and arrow, or you're shooting a gun, and you're aiming at a target. Like, if you don't have a target, you, there's literally nothing to hit. Yeah. But when you create this target, this this future you target, you actually know what you're aiming for. Yeah. You're not just jumping from one thing to the next thing, the next bad diet, this quick fix, this workout plan you're not just going with like whatever comes up when you have a clear future you like this is who I want to be yeah I want to be more confident more energetic I want to trust myself more I want to have the ability to stick to my promises I want to be happier I want to go hiking all these kind of things you know what the, the, the destination looks like yeah and you can then work backwards to achieving that you know there's that expression do things that your future self will thank you for yes and, and I think that like as human beings it's quite hard to put ourselves in the future. Mm. Instant gratification, is, it's a thing. Like, it's yeah. really hard to, it's really, like, think about financial planning. Or mm. It's hard for people to take decisions today that aren't going to benefit them today. Yeah. And that's why you got to come up with all these tricks mm. to trick yourself, you know. Mm. Well, to me, the future you creates this, like, emotional, fictitious kind of person. Yeah. It's like, if you think about, like, a movie or a book that you love, let's just say Harry Potter, something that everyone knows. Yep. When you think about Harry Potter, you, you get this like emotional connection to the character. Yes. You know how they feel, what they're probably doing, how they would respond to things. Yep. And you, you have this like very clearly painted picture of them. Yes. And we want to achieve the same for you. you want, we want you to have this emotional reference point of future you to, yeah. to work with. And, and even though in our framework, you know, we, when we work with our coaching clients or whatever, we like them to imagine this 12-month horizon. Yeah. You know, you can use this tool on any time scale. Like yeah. You can use it as a trip for the weekend. Yeah. You can decide on Friday, what, I want to, what does Ilana want to feel like on Monday? Brilliant. You know, I mean, you can decide, like, you know, what does Ilana want to feel like in a month from now? Yeah. But I definitely am a big fan of this of this 12-month journey. Mm. But at the same time, you constantly are just deciding what what is that future you you know what do you, what actions do you have to take to be that person and start taking those yeah. actions today and how can you get into the mindset of it because this is this is the whole thing this is a mindset blueprint like at the end of this yeah. we want you to have a plan for the next eight weeks like we want you to know like the first step was find your why like what is your why what are you going to cling to when things get difficult over the next eight weeks next step is what does future you look like yes we're talking about a 12-month horizon but like you said, it can be an eight-week eight, eight week horizon. Sure. Um, you'll, as soon as you know the kind of person you want to become, you'll know how to start working towards it. 
And I think the, the point that I make there is, you know, at Sleek Geek, it's all about helping people create healthy habits mm. because we believe fundamentally that healthy, fit and healthy people aren't people who have a specific plan. They're yeah. people who have a specific set of habits that they yeah. follow. So, you know, what you've got to do is in this vision that you're crafting mm. of your future you, try and think of like, what are the habits that that future person has? Get into their mindset. What yeah. do they do on a daily basis? Yeah. What, what, what are the things that right now are not automatic for you mm. that for that person it's automatic? I love it. What are they going to do on the weekend? What are they going to do at nine o'clock at night when they're hungry? You know, like it, it's, I love it. And it, it, it just, it, each step is helping you get into the mindset of like the successful sleeky challenger. Exactly. Now, speaking of it, the next step is limiting beliefs. And while we're talking about this future you kind of concept, right now you still may not believe that you can actually become that kind of person. You can actually achieve those goals. And we all have these invisible scripts about ourselves, you know, about what kind of person we are or what we can or can't do. Yep. Um, you often see people who go through different stages of life. Like Eric at school had very different invisible scripts about, what he, about him then than what I have now. You know, back then I was shy. I was introverted. I would never be confident. I'd never be fit and healthy. I truly believed yep. that I could not lose weight. And now I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah, and I believe wrong. And I believe exactly. I believe now. Like my my, I don't have the limiting belief anymore. It's not holding me back. My limiting belief is not saying I can never lose weight. I can never lose weight. I can never be consistent. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, we've talked about previously in podcasts about the growth mindset. Yeah. And 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 a um, fixed mindset. Yeah. And it is absolutely true that you are placing, for people unbeknown to themselves, you're constantly placing limitations yeah. on your potential. Yeah. As you said. Like at the end of the day, your opportunities in life are directly proportional or they're a product of your beliefs about yourself. Yes. And, you yeah. know, this to me, Eric, is like the big domino mm. because, you know, I mean, I love Tony Robbins. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that always sticks with me in his teachings mm. is that when they walk, work with sports stars or with average human beings or anything, yeah. if you don't have certainty in a plan or if you don't believe that it's possible yeah, for you certainty. to accomplish mm. you never will yeah like you will never accomplish anything if you don't feel it's possible well there's, there's a quote saying whether you think you can or you can't yeah, you're right henry ford was attributed mm. to you know whether but i mean that's the whole point is like so if you're sitting here right now mm. and you feel like you it's never possible for you to become that fit and healthy person yeah then it likely will never happen yeah. i mean quite honestly when I was a corporate, overworked, overworked, overweight, chain-smoking, lazy workaholic, mm. if you'd come to me in a dream then and said, hey, Lan, you're going to be sponsored by Adidas, you're going to be the owner of a health and fitness community, you're going to, I don't know, be a wellness warehouse ambassador, I would have literally thought you were smoking your socks. Yeah. You know, because it wasn't in my realm of possibility. Yeah. And so what I want to say to anyone listening to this podcast right now is right now, no matter how unfit, no matter how unhealthy you are, mm. I promise you now that it is possible for your life to change. Absolutely. And like you said, it's not going to take five minutes. It's probably going to take, I think anyone who wants to change, you're going to give yourself at least a year. Mm. It's going to take a long time of consistency, but I promise you now you can do it and it is possible. So let's talk more about the limiting beliefs. Yeah, I mean, there are ways, you, like it, it does take long-term change, but there are ways that you can start changing literally overnight. The first way to challenge these limiting beliefs is to actually think, what are these limiting beliefs causing you to miss out on? Yeah. You know, we've just gone through the five whys, we've just gone through the future you, 
you probably got like a nice warm fuzzy feeling from doing that kind of stuff now like here's like a bucket of ice cold water over your head your limiting beliefs are going to cause you to miss out on those things sure unless you address them sure so one of the ways that we help coaching clients address limiting beliefs is to think about times in the past where they have done something that's been hard or they've been super successful at something. Yeah. These may be completely unrelated. You know, yeah. maybe you're struggling with health and fitness, but you are an absolute rock star at work or you are the, the best mom or the best dad in the world. Yes. What these things do is they, they take you out of thinking about, oh, I'm so terrible at health and fitness. I, I can never do this. I've all these bad things. It's like a scarcity kind of mindset. Like sure. I, and when you think about the times that you've been successful or the, fact, the times when you've overcome really hard challenges, you're now coming from a place of confidence, a place of pride, of competence, uh, and it helps you put, helps put you into a, a better state of mind. And it proves yourself that you can do it. Exactly. Or, or like you example, can do hard we've discussed this in the past, where for example, someone will say, oh, I've got no willpower. Yeah. But like, that's in the context of their nutrition. Of food. But then you look at some other aspect of their life, and, you know, it might be like being a parent or being a, mm. a business person. And you'll yeah. see that they've got a lot of willpower. Yeah, it's like, do you make your bed in the morning? Do you clean the dishes after dinner? Do you pick so up your kids from school? Do you pay taxes? Willpower. You do they so have, many things. They yeah. have the ability to have willpower. They've just decided in that context. Exactly. So, so what I often like to do is when I have limiting beliefs mm. or, you know, the first thing I'll try and do is almost like a private investigator. I'll try and prove to myself, is this actually true? Mm. You know, is it true? Like, I'll go through, you know, there's some stages where you feel stuck and you're on a bit of a weight loss plateau. Yeah. You'll say things to yourself like, oh, I can't lose weight. Yeah. But you know what? A month ago, I managed to lose weight. Why can't I do it now? Like, I can lose weight. Yeah. It's just like what I'm doing at the moment is not working. Yeah. And that's okay because I can find another solution to that. Exactly. But to walk around saying, oh, I can't lose weight. Like, the craziest thing for me was I walked around for so many years, no one will believe this saying, I can't talk to girls. Mm. Yet... I talk to girls all the time, Yeah. but I believed that I couldn't. Yeah. And I had all these beliefs that were like preventing me from- Limiting beliefs, yeah. Meeting people yeah. and I, I got rid of that. Now I can and I realized that it was all BS. Mm -hmm. I had told myself, I'd set myself a ceiling. Yeah. I literally put this, this glass ceiling on my potential and you know, I managed to bust through that. This, is, this is why like limiting beliefs are so important to building the right kind of mindset to take on the eight week challenge. Yeah. You know, like not to, to get around these limiting beliefs. Um, it's hard. I mean, like, it's easy, as you say, it's easy for us to sit here and say, guys, you know, don't believe the BS you believe about yourself. Yeah. But, you know, how are we going to actually move forward? Yeah. You know, and that's why I like the 1% rule that we talk yeah. about often. One of, the, one of the best strategies ever. I mean, you know, we often say that change, change is hard and change can take a long time. But you can literally start changing overnight by using this 1% better rule. And the way it works is, here's some examples. Every time you drink a glass of wine, you can consider yourself become 1% more of a wine drinker. Yep. Right? Every time you choose not to drink wine, you can say, okay, now I'm 1% less of a wine drinker. Other examples, like you go to the gym, 1% of a gym goer. You skip the gym, 1% more go of a gym skipper. You know, every time I go for a run, I'm 1% more runner. Exactly. I mean, I'm struggling at the moment. I'm re I made a return to running and it's yeah. been hard. Yeah. But you know what? Every time I show up this morning, I ran 8Ks. Tomorrow, I got 12Ks. You become Every more of a runner. Every time I show up, I'm becoming a little bit more of a runner. Exactly. So if you guys are struggling to actually remove these limiting beliefs, the best way to prove yourself wrong, to say, how can I do 
something that makes me 1% more of that kind of person. Because that's literally how, like, how does someone become a piano player? Yes. They start and they They suck incredibly badly. And they are absolutely terrible. Like, if I try to play the piano now, I would be atrocious. And they keep showing up. But every time I showed up, 1% more, 1% better, 1% more, 1% better. Over time, I become a pianist. And it's like, you know, with money, you know, compound interest. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, it doesn't sound like much. Yeah. But, I mean, I've forgotten the mathematics of it. But if you become 1% better or something like over a year, you'll be like, I don't know. There's, I can't compounds, I yeah. In, I saw it in that, that book by James Clear, Atomic mm. Habits. But ultimately, it's, it's, it's a massive amount mm. that you can improve by. Yeah. So, just by tiny little steps, you can really build incredible results. It does. It all adds up. Um, so, that's, that encapsulates limiting beliefs. You know, it, it very often the biggest thing holding you back from being successful is your mindset. So if you find you're struggling with beliefs holding you back, yeah. focus on your five ways, wise, focus on the future you, focus on finding other times that you've been successful and proven to yourself you can do hard things and find ways to become 1%. I mean, better. I think the acid test for people, if you want to identify your limiting beliefs, yeah. you know, statements like, I'm the kind of person who, mm. you know, or I can't. You know, like I'm the kind of person who can't stick to a diet. I'm the kind of yeah. person who, who, who can never stick to a gym routine. Like, you know, catch yourself when you're saying those yes. things. Even write them down. Write yeah. them down. Whenever you say something that feels like, and then get curious about it. Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, try and almost prove yourself like a scientist. Yeah. Try and prove yourself wrong. Like, think of other examples. Think of times that you actually did do something. Mm. You know, like, if you meant, you know, and, and then that way, try and bust through those limiting beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. So number four, uh, we've just talked about uh, limiting beliefs, but now I want to talk about actually building up a positive belief system. You may have seen the sleepy belief system before. We've done a lot of podcasts on each one so far. Yeah. If you haven't, you can go and check out the sleepy belief system on our website. The, these these beliefs are all about creating just a sleepy belief system. Yeah. It'll pop up. It's all about creating an empowering belief that acts as a compass for your lifestyle. The goal is that it focuses, like if you focus on these every single day and use them to make better decisions, you'll become much more like the person you want to be. So I'm going to read off a couple of the belief systems. I'm not going to read all of them because there's, there's, there's 25. Um, Don't listen to the first 10, eh? Yeah, the first 10. Why don't we just alternate? Go for so it. You don't so, have to read every one of them. So the first one is designing your environment. Now this is like the belief that you have to design your environment, to me, is a key sleepy belief system because... Your environment sets you up for success or failure by default. And I'll give you a quick example. If you keep lots of healthy food in your house, you're more likely to eat lots of healthy food. If you keep lots of junk food in your house, you're more likely to eat lots of junk, junk food. So my belief, like my belief system, that I need to find ways to design my environment every single day if I want to get better at something. That's my belief. 100%. Um, and as Eric said, we've done full podcasts and everything on all these topics, so we can't go into each of these, otherwise it'll be all day. Mm. Second one is life is better when you're healthy. This is something I'm very connected to because I discovered from my own life that when you're healthy, every aspect of your life improves. Mm. And that's what I found at Sleek Geek on. You know, that's what one of our greatest messages is, is that we wanted to help people to discover this concept that life is just better when you're healthy. Your life gets very small when you have poor health. Yeah, and just to give an example, like, I mean, when you look, when you talk about belief systems and creating empowering beliefs that, that act as a compass for your lifestyle, if every single day you're repeating it to yourself, life is better when you're healthy, life's better when you're healthy, yeah. life is better when you're healthy, 
you're going to literally, you're going to convince yourself that. You're going to think, okay, like, what can I do today to be healthier because it'll make my life better? Exactly. So when it comes to this list of belief systems, like, yes, you know, you can take the 25 beliefs that we've got and you can print them out and put them on your fridge, but you can also take a couple of them that resonate with you and make those into daily mantras, like Eric said. I was just taking you know, five. Choose five. Yeah, not more than five. Yeah. But you can use these things as daily mantras or mantras that you repeat to yourself when necessary. Mm. You know, okay, number three, Eric. Number three, be your own hero. Like, this is a core belief as well. That and then we're going to talk about later. Yeah, no one's coming to save you. It's up to you to make it happen. No one will do it for you. It's all about taking accountability. It's all about finding a way to become the kind of person that you need to be in order to achieve your goals. So again, this is an empowering belief. If you believe every single day, I need to be my own hero. Yeah. I need to do it for myself. It'll empower you. And we're going to go into that in depth further in this podcast. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Okay. This is also, it's it's amazing how the ones that I love the most have come up for me. So let health be your anchor. Now, this is something that I'm really passionate about. I don't always get it right in my life, but it's always my goal that like, guys, life is really tough. You know, life is a struggle. Things are going to go wrong. Mm. And the thing is, is it's easy to do the right things when things are easy. Mm. But what most people do is when things start going wrong, you know, let's say a loved one passes away, you lose your job, um, things are really going unwell, you're in a very busy, that's Eric's ring, you know, he's only got married, so he's not used to having it on his finger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a weird kind of feeling having that ring on your finger. Anyway, so basically what a lot of people do is when things start going wrong in their lives, the first thing they do is they drop their exercise, they start Mm. eating badly, they start self-medicating with food, and unfortunately what that's doing is that's making your, it's compounding your problems and making them worse. Mm. Um, What you want to do is you want to empower yourself. Anyway, we said we weren't going to go into a whole debate about each of these. We were just going to read them off. So number five, Eric. It's hard when you're so passionate about these to just skim them so quickly. Absolutely. But the last one I'm going to read out now is that health is a habit. Yeah. It's a core belief that you are what you repeatedly do. We believe that fit and healthy people don't just follow plans. They have habits they repeat day in and day out. Amen. So just to repeat the lines that we suggest that you read to this list, you either pick five out of here or even cover some of your own, but find beliefs that you can literally repeat to yourself every single day. Yeah. Almost as a mantra, but, but not quite. It's not quite like a you know, positive um, affirmation. It's more just the things you think about and the things you focus on, the things you repeat to yourself yeah. end up becoming true eventually. So we're trying to, yeah. previously we talked about the, the, the limiting beliefs. We're trying to reduce the limiting beliefs and we're trying to, Increase the positive beliefs, the empowering beliefs. And a, a, a belief could literally be like, I can do it. I can do it. I sure. can do it. I can do it. I can lose weight. I can lose weight. Like it, It's up to you to choose what you want. These are the principles you live your life by. Yeah. And if you're more of the, the techie, geeky kind of people in our audience, then you know it's almost like your operating manual. Exactly. You know, these are your rules. Yeah. Like, these are the rules I live my life by. You know, everyone's got to have a code. And so, yeah. I mean, check out the Sleek Geek Belief System. We've got some great... Um, principles there for you yeah. but like Eric said you know you can you can make up your own too but the main thing is have a belief system that's empowering mm. have a belief system that's positive you repeat and, yourself and day. inspires you mm. to to be your best self yeah so self-talk yeah next one this is the the second last part of the mindset blueprint it's about self-talk and this is something I'm quite passionate about because it is uh, a strong element of my life growing up we are often our own biggest critics. 
and we can often get very ugly to ourselves. You know, we really, we make a mistake or something goes wrong and we, we beat ourselves up. Like we are often like our worst enemies. We berate right? ourselves. Exactly. Like you, it gets we ugly sometimes. We make really crappy comments about ourselves. Call yourself names, all these kind of things. And to kind of change your mindset. Remember, this is all about like creating this empowering mindset for you. What if you said those things to your best friend or your daughter or your brother or your mother instead? Like, let's say your, let's say your father, your daughter comes to you and she says, dad, I suck at losing weight. I hate myself. I'm always going to be fat. I, I, I'll never be healthy. What would you do? Would you like join it? Would you like say, yeah, you're completely right. You're yeah, terrible. You're a loser. You suck. Why don't you just go sit in the corner and. So would you agree with her? No, of course not. Like most people would say, you know, they'll literally defend the person. They'll say, that's not true. Like, don't worry, you'll be okay. You've, you've been successful in the past. You can do this. Yeah. Um, we love you as you are. That too. Sure. That too. Like, I use weight loss as just top of my mind, but like it, it could be anything about yourself with confidence, your looks, your personality, anything like that. typically like somebody, what they will do is they'll try and like remind you of the positive things exactly. about you. Even exactly. if you. Even if you're not excelling in certain areas right now. So why don't we do that to ourselves? You know, when it comes to ourselves, we beat ourselves up with the biggest critics. But when it comes to people we love, we tend to defend them instead. We don't like, there's no ways we would talk like that to other people. So why do we talk to ourselves like that? Yeah. And I have, a, I have a theory. Like I think that beating yourself up and talking negatively about yourself can feel kind of productive. Like it feels like when you berate yourself like that, you can be better next time. It feels like you, you failed and now you, you're being productive by beating yourself up. It's almost like you're trying to correct or like overcorrect. Oh, you mean like almost like a, you know, like a tough love kind of attitude with yourself. It's like a punishment. Like, I mean, yeah. you've done something wrong, now you're punishing yourself and then everything is going to be equal again. Like, yeah. it's like the only way to get to a clean slate is you've got to punish yourself first. Yes. But that's not true. Like, in, in fact, the opposite is true. Very often this negative self-talk creates even more stress even poor performance, and it actually makes things a lot worse. Sure, and it can affect your mood, everything. I mean, like, and I think it's also important to point out here, when we talk about self-talk, this is the conversation in your head. Mm. Like, sometimes we express these things to other people. Yeah. Sometimes we say them out aloud, but mm. this is really like, you know, we're consciously having a conversation in our head yeah. with ourselves. Yeah. And so that self-talk is all those negative things that you're saying to yourself, all the things you know, where you're saying, you know, I'm a failure, I'm a loser, like all the things that you, you know, you have a lack of in your yeah. life that you're reminding yourselves about, mm. it just makes you feel worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I mean, it's practical examples, right? Like, let's say you're doing the eight week challenge or you're trying to lose weight or something like that. And it's 11 o'clock at night and you just give in to that big bag of cookies in the cupboard. Yeah. Or it's Monday morning and you decide to hit snooze and skip your workout. The rest of the day, you're like, you're beating yourself up. You're like, you, this is like, I, I'm terrible. I suck. I'm never going to achieve. I'm never going to be who I want to be. But what if you said, put yourself in someone else's shoes. It was your daughter or your brother or your mother, or your sister, or your best friend that did that. Ate the cookies, get the workout. How would you defend them? How would you build them up yes. and give them a helping hand so that they can recover and keep pushing towards their goals? How can you have some compassion and, and patience? How can you point out past success and look for signs of progress no matter how small? Yes. I mean, for me, quite a funny one is that, you know, 
when I was overweight and younger, Christmas holidays would come and I would put on like five, six, seven kilograms over that December, Jan kind of period. Yeah. And then I started getting healthy and I started losing weight and I became fitter and I gained three kilograms. And I remember telling, telling my friend, like, I was so excited that I gained three kilograms. Sure. And they didn't understand it until I said to them, but it's because previously I would have gained eight kilograms. Yes. You know, so if, if you skipped your workout, maybe progress could be getting back on track the very next day. Yeah. If you ate a bag of cookies at night, maybe having a healthy breakfast next morning is much better than what you previously would have done where you would have had a whole week of bad, bad eating yes. or you would have waited for the next Monday to get back on your workout routine. Also, I think part of the problem here is if you feel bad about yourself, there is a good chance that you're going to repeat the actions that aren't helping you mm. because, you know, success gets, begets success. Mm. And failure creates more failure. It's like it's upwards or downward spiral, right? Exactly. So if you're berating yourself and feeling like a loser mm. and expressing that to yourself, there's a chance that the next few days you may also take the wrong actions. Yeah. You know, so it's about coaching yourself. Mm. Like constantly, like, you know, you, you're constantly pep-talking yourself. You're constantly, yeah. you're almost just treating yourself with a bit, of, a bit of grace. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's not to let yourself off the hook. Yeah. It's, it's more just to say, okay, you know, it's as though you were helping a friend. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, that's true. I mean. And it's not easy. I mean, we all, I mean, I don't know like, what it's like for you, but I often find myself having negative self-talk. Yeah. And, you know, I just find that like, I have to quickly coach myself and remind myself about, you know, the actual context of things, remind myself, because sometimes I think what happens is, things happen in our lives and mm. they can get blown out of context. Yeah. You know, like a small thing can happen and it can seem like a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just because you made one misstep doesn't mean yeah. you've blown your diet. That's true. Just because, you know, one sales phone call was rejected doesn't mean that, you know, you're never going to meet your financial goals. Mm. You're not a bad person now. You just made a mistake. You, know, you made a poor judgment. Exactly. So um, you've got to get back to that positive mindset because yeah. that's where good things happen. I mean, for me, I, I find I, I used to have very negative self-talk and now it's gotten a lot better. But um, I remember working with one of my clients and he was a very like straightforward like person. He would say things as they are. He'd be very like short to the point. And he was having a trouble overcoming this, this concept. Like he would just beat himself up and he couldn't understand what I was trying to communicate about this whole concept of self-talk. And eventually I said to him, just stop being an asshole to yourself. Yeah. And it clicked for him. Like literally, like just stop being an arsehole to yourself. Stop being such a jackass. Imagine you said that to someone else. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, you're right. Yeah. So there's kind of like, people often think that self-talk has to be like all lovey-dovey and romanticized and, oh, you're such a wonderful person. Everything's going to be okay. But very often having positive self-talk just starts with not being an arsehole to yourself. Sure. And I mean, I think it's just a mindset in the sense that, you know, we've talked about, you know, one of our sneaky beliefs is being solutions focused. Mm. Like it's more a case of like, okay, so positive, uh, negative self-talk normally happens because, you know, something's gone wrong. Yeah. And so it's about saying, okay, when something goes wrong, mm. instead of crapping on myself, yeah. I'm going to try, I'm not just going to let myself off the hook, but I'm going to go into the mode of, okay, how can I move forward in a positive mm. way? How can I learn? Yeah. You know, how can I 
course correct? Yeah. How can I avoid this in the future? Because failure is part of learning, right? That's literally how we fail. It's literally how we get better. Exactly. When you're learning piano or learning a new language, the only way you get better is by making mistakes and realizing you're making a mistake and finding a way to get better. So self-talk, stop beating yourself up, get better. Finally, be your own hero. This is the last key component of the sleek mindset blueprint to help you think better and have a better mindset. And Elan, you're actually pretty passionate about this. Do you want to take this away? Yeah, look, I mean, the harsh truth is that nobody's coming to save you. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, nobody can care about you as much as yourself. Mm. So mm. it's really just saying like at the end, you have to take total responsibility for your goals, your actions. And there are people who can help us in our lives. We can yeah. hire a coach. You know, we can see a medical professional. And seeking out help is often a good way to be your own hero. Exactly. We're not discouraging that at all. We yeah. can look for support in communities like in SeatGeek. Yeah. Yeah. But it's almost just like saying like when it comes down to the very end, mm. only you can be in control of your actions. Yeah. It's up to you. It's up to you. Yeah. Finally, you're the one who puts the food in your mouth, not yeah. your coach. Yeah. You know, you're the one who has to actually show up and do the work at the gym. Mm. So I think it's very good to have support structures. Yeah. But you've got to realize that you can't abdicate your response. You can't outsource mm. your life to other people. Yeah. It's got to come down to you. So part of this mindset is like you have to make it happen, right? It's up to you. Exactly. I had to put my shoes on this morning and go for that run. Yeah. But, you know, it's all, it's easy to say, hey, guys, you know, just be your own hero. Just come on, just but, do it. Just but, do it. But I understand that like, when you're talking to someone who isn't being their own hero, yeah. it's because they're at a place in their life where they don't have those tools. They're playing victim, and they're, they're lacking so, the tools. So yeah. we have to try and give them some steps, yeah. you know, to being their own hero. Yeah. And I mean, we were having a discussion around this earlier, and I think you had some good points Yeah. in terms of, you know, what a pathway to that could be. So I don't know if you want to maybe elaborate on that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting that you and I had very different perspectives on what being your own, own hero looked like. Whereas I think I was, you were more emotional and I was a bit more like practical. Yeah. Um, I believe that like anytime you need to be your own hero, it's because you have a goal that you need to achieve. Yes. Like you need that. to change something. Like you don't, no one sits there on the couch thinking I need to be my own hero to watch TV. Like then they're, they're comfortable on the couch, they don't need to change anything. But if you sit on the couch and going, I want to be able to run 10 kilometers. Yeah. Now that's a goal. You have a goal of running 10 kilometers. How are you going to make that happen? No one's going to come do it for you. I agree with that. Like if you take the, if you take the hero, superhero anal mm. analogy, like all superhero plots or whatever, they're solving a crisis. Yeah. You know, they're there to save the day. Exactly. You know, so how are you going to do that? How are you going to save a day by running 10 kilometers if you're not a runner right now? So step one, you have to become a runner. So there's this quote, I don't know who it's by, uh, I can't remember, but it says, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. So I'll say it again, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Because when you set a goal of running 10 kilometers and you're not a runner, for example, you have to literally become someone new. No, no one sets goals that they they can currently achieve, because that would just be your, your current reality you'd live. Any goal you set is normally out of your reach until you grow. Exactly. You normally have to build new skills, build new habits, get a new identity, get new beliefs, get new values, get new tools and strategies. So whenever you set a goal, you have to figure out who do you have to become? 
like if I'm talking about myself and I want to run 10 kilometers, like currently I can only run about five kilometers. 10 kilometers is a bit out of my reach right now because I'm not a runner. But I know if I want to be my own hero and run 10 kilometers, I need to get out there and start running. I need yeah. to go find a running plan. I need to schedule time into my day to go for runs. Yes. I need to prioritize recovery so I can recover well after my run so I can run again. I need to track my progress, measure my progress, maybe get a coach if I need to, I'm struggling. But these are only things I can do. I have to be my own hero and grow into the kind of person that can run 10 yeah. kilometers. And heroes are people that we aspire to, that we look up to, that we revere, that we're in awe of. Yes. So how do you, as you say, become that person that you're now proud to be? What does it look like? You know, all yeah. these topics, the future you, they're all kind of like tied together in some way. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I understand, like, I mean, I honestly, like, I love your take on the Be Your Own Hero. Mm. But, you know, I also think that there are the aspects of not abdicating responsibility to other people. Yes. Taking total ownership yeah. over, you know, your actions. So it's not being a victim anymore, being a not waiting being for a someone, hero. Not yeah. waiting for someone to step in yes. and save you. Yeah. Like, if you're sitting there right now, living out a healthy lifestyle... You know, don't wait for a family member yeah. or a friend to make an intervention. Yeah. You're the one who's got to be, you, you've got to, you've got to be the catalyst. I think we've done a, we've done a podcast on the debate doesn't matter. And it's, yes. it's, it's my, it's almost my version of this in a different context, right? Yes. Like, you know, you can, the idea is you can, you can come up with all these reasons why you can't be fit or healthy. And it can be perfectly valid reasons. So what? But now what? Yeah. Like, that's okay, but now what? Like, I mean... You can, whether, whether it's a valid reason or an excuse, like let's say you, you need to run 10 kilometers. I'm just using it as an easy example. You need to run 10 kilometers and the excuse is, uh, the weather's a bit rainy outside or I, I'm feeling a bit tired. Or the perfectly valid reason is that you just broke your leg. Yeah. Both of those prevent you from running 10 kilometers. Whether it's an excuse or a perfectly valid reason, it's the same. The debate doesn't matter, whatever, it is. all that matters is the end result. The end result is that you did not run 10 kilometers. So if you're playing a victim and you're saying, I can't lose weight until this whole COVID situation's over. Yeah. Well, I can't lose weight until my boss stops giving me so much work to do. Every time you play a victim and you outsource and you find these, whether it's an excuse or a valid justification, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. The fact is you're being a victim and you're not gonna achieve your goals until you step up and be your own hero and take the action you need to take. I mean, I think a good test for it is, like we said, you know, we look up to and aspire to heroes. Yeah. And so I think like, if you're proud of who you're being mm. right now, yeah. there's a good chance you're being your own hero. Mm. You know. Um, Are you proud of your daily actions right now? Yeah, like if you're proud, of, like I'm proud that I went for that run this morning. Yes. Admittedly, it wasn't like it sucked, the best right? run ever, yeah. but I'm, I'm proud that I did it yeah. and like, you know, to me that's, I'm taking actions towards my goals. Are your actions congruent with who you want to become, with your goals? Yeah, and that's one that's way powerful. towards being the path of being your own hero. That was great. This was, thank you, yeah. man. That was our kind of intro to the I, mindset blueprint. We've got a whole bunch more coming. I enjoyed that. Um, like you, I said, we could have talked all day. Oh it yeah. Hard, it was hard to talk so briefly on each of those topics. So you can look forward to seeing this hopefully in the next Sleeking AP Challenge, which will be kicking off around June. Yeah, we will give you the blueprint on how exactly to create these things for yourself in your own life. The goal is we go through the nutrition blueprint, the mindset blueprint, the movement blueprint, and the sleep blueprint. You will literally have this personalized, customized plan for you to take with you for the next eight weeks 
it'll be completely designed by you, but with us guiding you through in a workshop kind of a kind of a environment. And uh, I can't wait to show it to you guys. You guys are gonna love it. Yeah, and if you haven't joined us already, then uh, join our free Facebook group on it's called the Sleeky Health Revolution. Yeah. So if you're new to the community and you just stumbled on this podcast, just go to Facebook, search for Sleeky Health Revolution. Join uh, almost 100,000 of our community members discussing health and fitness all day, every day. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Cheers. Alan. Bye. Bye. Bye.